Welcome to the Mitchell Hawks podcast, sponsored by Kurtz Coolers. This is where we discuss past and future events for the Mitchell Hawks. Now here's your host, Scott Bridge. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Mitchell Hawks podcast. My name is Stevie Dom. I will be the show's producer. Alongside me is our co-host and Mitchell Hawks GM, Scott Bridge. Before we get started, let's go over how this show is going to work. Uh, each week, we will be posting a new episode of the podcast. Each episode will consist of three segments. Segment one will be the week that was, where we will recap all games and team events from the previous week. The second segment will be the week to come, where we will preview upcoming matchups and community events involving our Mitchell Hawks. And finally, our last segment will be our guest interview where we will interview past and present members of the Mitchell Hawks roster, coaching staffs, and members of the Mitchell Hawks organization where we will talk to them about their experiences with the team. Uh, now let now we have that out of the way, let's get into our first segment. Um, the week that was sponsored by JMS Automotive. Um, Saturday night, the Hawks had a game versus the Washington Capitals, where they won with a final score of 3-0. to zero. The Hawks were led to victory with goals from Jonathan Tenhang, Andrew Geisbert, and Talbot Geiger, as well as a 29-save shutout from Bradley Beauville, uh, this being his second shutout in a row. Very even game throughout the first two periods of play, but you could see Tal Walkerton was worn out in the third due to lack of players as they had only 14 skaters on one goalie. Uh, Scott, what what did you see in that game from Mitchell that helped them get that victory? Oh, it was a solid game um, from start to finish. Like you said, it was pretty even through the first period. Um, back and forth action. Uh, that's probably when Walkerton had the, their legs the most uh, yeah. for that game. Um, Got to give kudos to uh, Logan Bromley, their goaltender. We faced him, I think five times this year already and uh, Logan always seems to play real strong against us and um, I've watched him play uh, the majority of his junior career when he was even with Wingham and and good goaltender um, wish they would have given him a little more support uh, he deserves a little better in Walkerton this year but I think that he's uh, he's really holding his ground that game could have been five six nothing if it wasn't for Logan staying on his head for Walkerton and on the other end uh, Bradley Beauville uh, our goaltender Back-to-back shutouts, like you said, he had a shutout the weekend before against the Wingham Ironman and then steps in and uh, plays a real solid, sound, um, well-positioned game. He didn't look at a position at all. Um, he was hanging on to pucks, not kicking out rebounds. That goes a long ways. And obviously your defense are going to have um, uh, a lot more confidence uh, when you're not kicking rebounds out like that. So Beauville played great. Our defense played great. And it was nice to see some secondary scoring as well. Geiger getting one. Um, yep. Obviously, Dietze getting an assist on that goal as well. Uh, so that line in the third period, uh, just two minutes in, gave us the the insurance goal that we needed uh, to go up 3 nothing and 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 secure the victory. So now, Bovi, he started the season in Junior B playing uh, out in Niagara. Um, and then he came back mid-season. That's correct. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. So what was it like to have him come back and just kind of steady everything out a little bit? It was uh, – he's a nice addition to have. Obviously, being a local boy, being from Mitchell, playing with the Hawks last year, 
being a part of that championship team. He's uh, he solidified a spot on the roster. And what we're all about here and what I'm all about and, and what I'm going to try to continue to do uh, with my time here at the Hawks is try to get players to the next level. We're not here to hold them back. Uh, right. We're not here to, uh, to, to, you know, to be selfish and say, no, we want to, we want you to play junior C hockey. We want to move every single player that we can to the next level. And that's what we did with Bradley is he got the opportunity to play B and basically the conversation with him went, if, if anything happens, let us know you'll always have a spot here in Mitchell. Right. And that's uh, that's the conversation that he had with management last year, and that's the conversation I was told that went on in the off season. So when that opportunity came for him to come back, uh, we had to make uh, some real, real tough moves as right. uh, as we had Declan Jamal uh, backing up, who who's a um, really good goaltender as well, played U18 uh, with Mitchell last year, so he's got some ties to town, and uh, just a great kid all around. So it was it, trying to find him a home uh, was the number one thing. And then right. bring, bringing bad Bradley back um, has been nice. He He's undefeated since coming back and he's, uh, he's played solid hockey and he's, he's going to have uh, a couple uh, tough tests ahead of him here too, as well. Right. So now on to Monday's game, the Hawks were on the road versus the Wingham Ironman where the Hawks fell to the Ironman two to zero. The game overall was very even game. However, two costly turnovers early in the second period led to both Wingham goals, but from Lomberg and Stanbury, it was Josh Jacklin in net for this one for the Hawks. Um, despite the loss, Jacklin looked very solid uh, in this game, this one, making 33 saves on 35 shots. Um, for the Ironman, it was Gary, Garrett Gooley in net. Um, he recorded his league-leading ninth shutter of the season, making all 22 saves. What, what did you see in that game, Scott? I, I just saw us fall asleep for a few minutes in the uh, in the at the beginning of the second period, and uh, you know, within a minute 30 into the second, you're down to nothing. When I thought we played a pretty solid first period for being. Uh, thin throughout the lineup we were missing our our top three centers in that game stevie so it was uh mm -hmm. um, That's tough. It, it, it's tough and especially when you're matching up against uh against wingham's lines but i i feel like we've matched up against them quite well this year and stanbury's a uh, a tough cookie um i i put him as one of the top uh top forwards in the whole division and i think that's pretty being pretty light i think he, he probably top three uh players in the division so uh, he steals the puck in front of the net under a minute in and uh strips our defenseman of the puck and and puts it in behind jacqueline who was just a little caught off guard i guess and then within 30 seconds later uh noah bloomberg makes it two nothing and then we just we just couldn't get jacqueline any support after that you know obviously we were shut out and and uh, golly, you're right. Ninth shutout of the year. That's just unreal in this division with how uh, talented the division is. We're, we're probably in the toughest division in the uh, PGHL and there's golly posting nine shutouts. So um, great local talent that they've got there in Wingham, but uh, we, we need to, we need to play better that hands down. If we want to do anything here in the playoffs, um, if we have showings like that on Monday, we're not going to get very far. I, 
the coaching staff and I had a great conversation after the game. We thought we saw a lot of great things from, from our young players who had the opportunity to get some extra ice time. And I thought they all stepped up and did a great job. It's uh, it's just a matter of time until some pucks start uh, going in the back of the net here, but it's crunch time uh, now with, uh, with us getting towards the end of the season. Right. Right. So um, now we're on to our second portion, which is the week to come uh, sponsored by Feeney design and build. Um, this weekend, the Hawks will be on the road Friday night as they will play the Hanover Barons at 8 p.m. As we approach the playoffs, we continue to fight with the Barons for second place in the North Pollock Division. What are you looking for from the team in that one? We need scoring. We need scoring bad. Um, obviously, we, we've touched on our defense and, and our goaltending, and we're solid there. We need some scoring up front. It's um, we, we've we've beat them in overtime one nothing, and this year and and we know we don't want too many <laughs> many more of those battles. Uh, you know I I think we'd love to have a three four one lead going into the third period. That would be uh, that would be fantastic, but we need to we need to score three four five goals uh, against Hanover if we want a chance to win. They've got a lot of firepower up front. Riley McCabe obviously we're probably going to see him on Friday as they're trying to secure second and still go for first place. So um, it'll be a tough, uh, tough game with Riley being in net and in Hanover's defense. So short answer, we need goals. We need goals and we need goals. (laughs) It's anything less than that's a disappointment. For sure. For her sure. A hundred percent. So then on Sunday, the Hawks will be at home to host the King Carden Bulldogs at three 30 p.m. make sure you guys come out and support the team you guys this is a potential playoff matchup for you guys with you guys are currently sitting in third spot and King Cardin's currently sitting in the fifth spot Um, you guys currently have a one-point lead over that that spot there in third over the Ironman and for whatever reason the Ironman end up taking that that spot um, the matchup will be you guys and the Bulldogs so is this are you looking for like a a playoff type atmosphere on Sunday afternoon or like, what are you looking for for the boys on that one? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be almost like a playoff game. I, I don't expect anything less. The, the Bulldogs are, uh, are a great hockey club. They're, they're well coached. Um, Todd Norman really has that team firing on all cylinders. I, I really see the King Carden Bulldogs, a much better team than what their record shows. They have, uh, they've lost uh quite a number of one goal games that they really uh, could have won and and probably deserve to win. So the Bulldogs, anybody that plays them in the first round is, is probably going to go six or seven games. I I wouldn't expect anything less. They're, they're a tough opponent. Uh, We don't want to play them. So uh, we'd like to finish a a little bit higher as um, again, uh, well coached. They they've got great systems. They've got a lot of talent up front and uh, some snipers that can bite you in the butt uh, when you're, um, if you're not paying attention. So uh, we expect, uh, uh, we, we, we hope to have a, a full house in Mitchell and the King Carden Bulldogs fans travel well. So I'm pretty sure that a pile of them will be coming down from King Carden as well to cheer the boys on. And also they've got some local talent, the Listable way. So people will be driving up from Listable to, uh, to cheer on the Bulldogs as well. So it should be an exciting game. And, and um, we've had some real close games with them and, and some games really that probably shouldn't have been as tight as they were, but that just goes to show you the firepower that they have. 
um, on their on their side. It'll definitely be an interesting matchup, considering like the potential in playoff implications for sure. Um, just one thing I want to mention before we move on to our guest for the show. Uh, coming up on May 13th, uh, the second annual Mitchell Hawks Pork Dinner will be hosted. Uh, takeout will be from 4.30 to 5 p.m. And sit-down will be from 5 to 7 at the Mitchell Community Center. The dinner will include a pork chop, a baked potato, baked beans, coleslaw, a bun, and dessert. The cost for this meal will be $25 per ticket. The tickets will be available for any exclusive members. Mitchell Tire or call or text Corey Broughton at 509-275-4250. Again, 509-275-4250. Uh, now on to our guest portion of this uh, this podcast. We have rookie forward Dawson Dietz. Dawson has played 31 games this season, recorded six points so far in those games. Welcome to the show, Dawson. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, how, how's, how's it going today, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, what's it like? So this year you are one of the few members to make that jump from the Mitchell Midget team to, I guess, U19 now um, to the Hawks. What's it been like making that adjustment from uh, minor hockey to junior C? Uh, obviously, it's a big adjustment jumping from midget to junior. Um, it's a lot quicker. Um, you don't usually have a, as much time as you do in midget with the puck. Um, you have to make a lot more uh, quick decisions. Like you can't be holding on to it for that extra second. Um, yeah, basically the, the speed of the game and just you just always have to have your head on a swivel um, and uh, always have to be ready to take a hit because uh, it's a pretty physical league. So you just have to always make quick plays and yeah, obvious. Yeah. That's about it. So what has been your favorite part of being a Hawk so far? Obviously being your first season. Um, I would have to say probably just the community and the team itself. Uh, we have a great group of guys and they're always, uh, inviting and, uh, they're always there to like help you learn something. And the coaches always help you, uh, if you're doing something, uh, if, if you ever need help with something, they're always there for you. And uh, every single game, you always get good crowds. And playing in front of all my friends, uh, usually come to the games and family. And so it's always uh, it's always good to play in front of your hometown. Obviously, uh, at this point of uh, hockey and the junior C level, it's a, a lot of it is about the memories you make and the people you meet. Um, so far, what has been your best memory as a Hawk? Ah, that's kind of tough. Um, I'd have to say probably uh, playing my first game. Uh, I was in the preseason. I uh, got injured, and that kind of set me back a few weeks. So that kind of sucked. So when I got to be, uh, play my first game and uh, in Walkerton, uh, that just felt good to put the uniform on and play for the Mitchell Hawks and just do do what I could to help the team. Now, uh, did you play all of your minor hockey here in Mitchell for the Meteors? Uh, yes, I did. So my question is on that would be, what does it mean to you to be a homegrown player for the Hawks? Um, 
it, it feels good to finally be on the Mitchell Hawks. Um, every kid who plays Mitchell minor hockey, I believe has the dream to play for the Mitchell Hawks as they're always at the games cheering. Uh, I was that kid when I was little coming to all the games and, uh, watching them. And I always said, uh, one day I'm going to play for them and, uh, look where I am now. So all the kids that have the dream to play for them, just keep working and you, uh, you could possibly end up here. Now your dad was a Hawks player as well as a coach. Is that correct? Uh, yes, he was. Has that been like, has he been influential on your motivation for the Hawks or is it something that you just kind of came to as a kid watching the games? Oh, for sure. Um, when he, uh, when he used to coach the Hawks, um, I would always come to the games and I'd be allowed to come into the room and just chill in there, meet some of the players. And I saw, uh, how cool it was to be in the room. Like, I don't know, uh, made some good, made some good friends. Uh, when he coached, uh, Brock Byer was one of my, uh, buddies when he coached a uh, good goalie. Um, and yeah, just being around just the atmosphere when I was little and watching games all the way up to now, uh, just, really influenced me to want to work and try to get here. So last season you played two playoff games for the Hawks. Is that right? Uh, yes. What, what was that atmosphere like? Cause obviously they're, they had a heavy veteran presence and they ended up going all the way to win the Pollock division. Like what, what was that atmosphere and that, that experience like? Uh, it was very, uh, very surreal. Um, I didn't expect to be playing in a playoff game, but uh, I was watching the the Hawks uh, all last year in the playoffs and saw how good they were doing and um, saw they were getting a little banged up and I was kind of just thinking, okay, I might might need to be ready to go. Or And then I ended up getting a call to go to Stainer and uh, I was all hyped up because that meant a lot to me and felt good to play and just was really it was a really good experience for me um now this year you've definitely solidified as uh, an everyday member of the team um there's about four games left uh in this season what excites you about this upcoming playoff from now being like an everyday player um just to be able to do it from the very start um, this year, like like we built a very good team to hopefully go back to back. So we have we have the skill, we have the defense, we have the goalies, and um, I'm just very excited to be here for the full playoffs and um, hopefully go on a big run and play in front of my home crowd, maybe fill the barn, and uh, hopefully bring back another that we can bring back another uh, Pollock championship. That's great. Uh, Scott, do you have anything you want to ask Dawson while he's, while he's here? <laughs> yeah, he's saying all the right things. It's fantastic. I hope all the all the other boys are, are right on the same page as you there, Dietze. Um Yeah, just just uh, one kind of want to pick your brain a little bit. You played last year with with uh, Voss and, and Geiger. And what, uh, what have you seen in, in, in their games, guys, that you played uh, U18 with to, to this year? Um, as guys grow that extra as they get another year older and play against different competition. What have you seen with your buddies that, uh, that you played U18 with? Um, 
I'll start with uh, Dides. Uh, me and him uh, played last year um, forward sometimes on lines, and uh, we weren't we weren't the biggest guys on the ice in midget, but over the offseason, uh, me and Talbot uh, got bigger, went to the gym, uh, got stronger, and Talbot's uh, – he just uh, became more of a threat. Um, his his shot's been there as he's got what like six seven goals this year, and um, he's been really uh, really smart in the offensive zone as he was in midget. He's carried that over. Um, Voss has always been a very good defense defender uh, defensive player. Sorry, um, he was our top defenseman last year and. His jump to junior has hasn't changed that at all. He's still uh, very physical and um, just is has really good vision and uh, hockey sense on that back end. And we even had to throw him at, on forward as well. Yeah, this yeah. year because <laughs> yeah, even as a forward, he's yeah. I played with him uh, the three games on forward, and he's he's done everything right. Like I'm, I'm surprised. Like if I got thrown back on defense, I'd be like, what the heck. Yeah. What am I supposed to do out here? But he he didn't seem out of place at all. Yeah, it's it's not easy change positions like that, and and uh, and, and then to play solid and and be uh, positionally sound. It, it's definitely not easy. And um, yeah, kind of feels at some time this year that we're bit just as banged up as last year too, right? At times this yeah. year, so it's uh, it's been tough. But no, our young guys have done a great job uh, filling the roles uh, as they've needed to. It's it's not easy, and you can never predict anything. And and they've done a great job. Well, uh, thank you, Dawson, um, for coming on the show. Uh, it was much appreciated. Um, be sure to come out and support Dawson and the boys this weekend as, as well as the rest of the season as we approach the playoffs. So thank you, Dawson. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, DC. That will uh, wrap up our show for today. Thank you all for watching. Uh, stay tuned for our next episode. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn on the bell notifications so you'll know when we post. Be sure to come out and support the boys if you're willing to drive to Hanover at 8 p.m. on Friday. And make sure you fill the barn uh, here in Mitchell, 3.30 Sunday afternoon against King Carden. Uh, thank you, and we'll see you next time.